All right, here we go. One of the problems coming out of the Southern Battle Rap. We got Muggy in the building. Muggy, what's popping, family? What's going on, Seven Man? Good to hear from you, Doc. Man, it's been a minute. I know I've done interviews with you before on my previous platforms, but I think this is the first time you've been on this is Battle Rap. So welcome to the platform, bro. Sure, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, it's been a it's been a journey, man. You, you done seen me from the very beginning. So yeah, man, I appreciate you for having me. You already know, bro. So let's get back. Let's start from the beginning, man. Like you are from Georgia. What part of Georgia are you from? Well, actually, a lot of people don't know I was born in Savannah, Georgia, um, but I moved to the east side of Atlanta, DeKalb County. Um, okay. I was when I was like three or four. So I really, I, you know, I claim the east side, uh, born and raised DeKalb County, went to school, graduated. And uh, yeah, so east side, east side all day, Cannon Road, River Road, all my people's. Yeah. So how was it for you, Muggy, growing up? Like, do you have siblings? Was it just you in the household? Like, how was it for you coming up just as a kid in, in the ATL area? Uh, man, it was smooth, man. I, ha- I did have two older brothers. Well, I have two older brothers. And, uh, man, it was cool, man. You know, grew up like any, any I guess, uh, Black family, you know, trying to make ends meet would grow up. Uh, you know, we did have a studio when I was coming up. Though. I, and so I did kind of have an orthodox kind of upbringing. I was rapping with my brothers when I was like six. We had a studio in the house. Uh, we was making tracks, performing. So I kind of just always been around that for real. So you've pretty much had music already in your bloodline, like coming up. Yeah. Who who really kind of spared that, spearhead that off in your family? Like who was that person in your family that really was about it when it came to music? Still, really, my, my dad and my older brothers, honestly, um, as soon as my brothers <laughs> figured out that I could read, they started writing me lyrics. It was like, man, it would be cool if, you know, like a, a little character, little kid type character could just, wow. you know, be a rapper. So that's kind of, they used to write my rhyme and I would just read it, not really knowing, you know, about rap for real. So they kind of just popped it off, you know, for real. And my dad, he kind of took it a step further by kind of helping us get a little organized from a business standpoint. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. What, because there was so much going on back in the day, I know around the time when you were coming up high school, even middle school, when it comes to, you know, music in the um, South and ATL, what was the hip hop scene like for you coming up? You know, in your teen years, like, you know, we got like, what was the vibes like in, in Atlanta? When they come to hip hop, man, it was it was Atlanta has always been big on hip hop for real. Um, man, I know when I was coming up, it was a lot of like uh, Ti, um, a lot of like Ludacris, uh, Outkast, of course, Goody Mob, Dungeon Family, uh, Big Gip, Pastor Troy, all those guys, man, had the city jumping. Uh, Lil John, the East Side Boys, Young Bloods, all them guys. When I was when I was a kid. So they had really had the city jumping. Atlanta always kind of been big on like the radio hits and, you know, the party music and stuff. So, yeah, it definitely was an exciting time for sure. There's been a lot of classic big time rap beefs when it comes to Atlanta rappers. We got Gucci and Jeezy. I think we had uh, T.I. got Shorty Lowe from Georgia. R.I.P. to Shorty Lowe. Um, Who else we had? Like... What do you think was the biggest ATL rap beef in your coming up at your, in your, throughout your time of coming up in the hip hop? Man, honestly, man, that uh, that 
that Gucci Man versus Jeezy got got pretty heated. I'm not gonna lie. That was that was, it got pretty intense. It was a lot of back and forth with them guys, man. They they had the city kind of hot for a second, for sure. But uh, I think, man, crazy enough, a lot of great music came out of all of it. <laughs> That's a super fact. Uh, stars yeah. were made. Superstars right. were definitely made, man. Shout out to Atlanta. So let me ask you this, because I remember doing a documentary, a battle rap documentary a couple years ago on Southern Battle Rap. And there were people from the Texas area who does not consider y'all or ATL, Georgia, that area to be the South. When we talk about, you know, Southern Battle Rap, what's your reaction? What's your thoughts about Atlanta? the Georgia area not being really considered the South to people that's deep in like Texas, Louisiana, stuff like that. Uh, I don't know, man. It might just be a little biased because um, for the most part, man, a lot of events are happening here. A lot of the biggest events are coming right here. Um, you know, then we got guys like Chef Trans who's reached the highest levels and just, you know, uh, a lot of battle rappers even live here now. So uh, to say like, we not really a part of it, I don't know, like, you know, we got guys like Tone that's doing this thing that's really just representing for the, for the state. And uh, I don't know, man, the South got something to say, man. It's a, it's a lot of guys that's down here cooking. Uh, shout out my guys down in Wartown and making a lot of guys out here cooking for sure. So I don't know. They'll see, though. It might just take some time. And I think it's a time zone factor as well, because you guys are on EST. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. For the most part. So they looking at it like you know, but that has always been an argument that I've seen from, you know, certain people that's deep in, in the South when it comes come to their logistics and Southern battle rap, they, you know, don't really consider Carolina, Georgia, and Florida to, you know, be the South. So I thought that was kind of interesting to get your take on that. So coming up in, in high school, let's fast forward a little bit to, you know, you being in high school, like, how did music play a role with you throughout your high school years? Was it about um, rapping? Because I know you are a musician. So really, how did you tap into music on another level once you got to high school? Uh, man, I was really just deep into uh band. For real. I played the trumpet. Um, so, you know, I was, and that's a big part of the culture here in Atlanta, and especially in DeKalb County, where I'm from. Um, just being in a band and, being exposed to a lot of different types of music, um, all different types of time periods. Um, and, you know, just rapping with my homies. There were a lot of people was just at the school. You know, we was having ciphers in the parking lot, um, folks freestyling after school, you know, in the car having ciphers and stuff. So, you know, we kind of, we were just really immersed into the whole music and, and it was really deep in the culture. A lot of people uh, that I went to school with is, you know, making it out here now in the industry and doing a lot of cool stuff. So yeah, it was just, man, it's just in us for real. That's dope. Now, when it comes to the band playing the trumpet, when did that actually start for you? Was that in, in middle school? Was that in high school that you started? Cause I actually played the trumpet as well, but I started in, in, right. in middle school and I stopped. Man, I started in back in elementary school, actually. We started uh, fifth grade out here. So, uh, and Man, when I started, I was hooked ever since. You know, I always loved music. So I just kind of just stayed in it for real. Being in band, did you ever have like an embarrassing moment in high school where it's like you was the one that was just off beat or is this something went wrong? Like any any standout moments that you could think of back to school being in band that kind of was a wild moment? Man, 
a lot of wild moments. Me personally, though, I was cold. So, you know, I ain't never, <laughs> I ain't never really had no moments like that. But uh, definitely caught a couple people slipping, people slipping and sliding on the field shows at halftime. <laughs> a couple people, you know, stepping out on the line when they wasn't supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it happens, but nah, not, not this way, you know what I'm saying? Now, how was the energy from, you know, guys and girls by you being, you know, doing the band thing? Because Atlanta is a real music rich type of uh, environment. Was it received well in school as being banned? Did you have a lot of issues with, with, with cats or, and did the ladies love it? Like, how was that for you being in school, you know, and doing the, your music thing? I ain't gonna lie to you, like, <laughs> the band is lit out here. Like, you in a band and you cool, like, you know, the band okay. kind of. It's typically one of the biggest organizations in most schools, especially down south. So, you know, the band, everybody was in the band, you know, the gangsters, the nerds, whoever, everybody's in the band, you know. That's fire. That's fire, yeah. bro. So when did when did your attraction for battle rap kind of come into play? Were you still in school? Yeah, I, man, I, I fell in love with battle rap probably when I was in like middle school, watching uh, Murder Move, Loaded Lux. Okay. Uh, you know, back in the back in those guys, man, for real. So after after watching that in middle school, man, I was just like, yo, this is crazy. I was already in love with hip hop. So just seeing guys like rap acapella at a high level, that's just really what got me into it at a very young age. So and from there, I didn't even know it wasn't really big in Atlanta, per se, like the culture of battle rap wasn't necessarily big in Atlanta. So I never really knew how to get into it. But um it kind of, the culture kind of started growing in Atlanta more over the last few years and more so recently. So at what point did you decide that you was going to actually try this and step your foot into this? At what age or what grade were you in where you said, you know what, I'm going to try to actually do this bad rap thing? I'm going to be honest, I didn't even know it was possible <laughs> until maybe about 2018, for real. Okay, Just okay, so this is recent. Yeah, because I didn't even know, like, I didn't know folks were just hopping in there like that. I thought, like, you had to be known or you had to, you know what I'm saying, had to already be in the circuit somehow. So uh, I know I had was talking to Drake Dennis back in, like, all the way back in, like, 2018. And, uh, you know, he was just telling me, yeah, you know, you can get on the gates with you, try out, all that stuff. But it, it timing kind of never worked out. Timing and travel kind of never worked out for me until he came to Atlanta in 2020 and was like, hey, you know, if you're still trying to, you know what I'm saying, get started, you know, we coming out there. So, you know, it might be the perfect time. So I kind of just hopped on that opportunity from there. And I was like, man, let me just, let me just try it. Let me see where my bar is at. And that's the first opportunity that you got on Gates of the Garden. Yeah. Yeah. My very first wow. battle ever. Wow. Okay. So, and, and I don't want to, I definitely want to get into that, but when, because you talked about how your brother's, kind of got you into the rap game and the hip hop, you know, you came up under your brothers and stuff when it come to music. Take us back to when you told them that you was going to battle, like officially battle for the first time. Like what was that conversation like with your big bros when they see that you was about to do this and take it serious? Man, honestly, they were just curious. Um, Excuse me. It was just really interesting. Like, man, you know, what you going to say? Like, how you going to say it? Like, you really about to yell at this dude? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, the culture is not that big here. So it's like, we knew about battle rap, but we never, like, been this close to it. A lot of us out here. So it's like, man, I don't know. It sounds like 
they were kind of excited and then to actually go out there and do it once they saw it, it was like, oh man, you actually pretty good at this. Like, you know, it, you know, we thought this was just something, you know, you might've went out there and tried, but nah. So I think they were real supportive, especially after, uh, after seeing that first one. When you let it be known that you was going battle outside of your brothers, was there anyone like friends or family who didn't take you serious or who thought that you were not going to be good? Was there anyone, were everybody supportive of you or was there anybody that kind of like just didn't think that you were going to be any good or just didn't take the whole thought of you being a, a battle rapper serious? Man, honestly, I, I, I'm blessed to have just a really supportive uh, friend and family base. And I mean, everybody was just pushing me like, yeah, like whoop his ass. Like it was folks like doing research on my opponent, like, hey, bro, you know, you know, he he do this and this, right? Hey, bro, you sending it, folks sending me stuff like, hey, bro, you should write about this. Hey, how you going to approach? Like, now nah, folks was kind of invested and they still are. So nah, I ain't never really had no issue. Everybody kind of always just pushed me. They're like, yeah, bro, go do that shit. Go with that ass. That's fire. Yeah. So let's go through the first time you actually had the battle. Let's go through mm-hmm. that first battle. Um, Kind of take us back if you could think about it. Like, what was your mindset? How nervous was you? Just what was that experience like? Man, um, so it, it was something that I, <laughs> that I try to create like a ritual uh, before my battles. I like, I got a hotel, booked a hotel room for myself, some big fancy shit, you know? So I spent like $500 for like one night, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I had to turn it into something. I was like, yeah, got the big fancy shower, like, you know, ordering the big Uber Eats, you know what I'm saying? Just going through my rounds in the hotel. I, I was extremely nervous. I'll say that. I was extremely nervous. My biggest thing was just like, man, they gonna fuck with this? Like, you know, is it good? Like, you know, because I think I can rap, but you know, what if what if it's not what I think it is? Like, you know, right. so it was it was really nerve-wracking. I rewrote my verse like 30 times on my first battle. And uh yeah, was this I on Gates of the Garden? Yeah, uh, me against Earthquake on Gates of the Garden. That crowd is doesn't play. If you don't nah. bring it, they don't. They gonna fucking let nah. you know how they, you know how they feel about that shit. So you know, after the battle was over, like, how did you feel being able to get that, you know, off your chest? What was that like? Man, it, it felt good. It kind of gave me uh, some confirmation. Like, man, I might, it's, I might actually could do this for real. Like, yeah, I probably shouldn't stop. You know, I probably should, should really like hone in and try to get better. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Just really study the game and and see how I can take it to the next level. Uh, honestly, I, I think I 30 him in one rounder. I had a lot of fun, uh, got a lot of reaction and stuff. A lot of people laughing and stuff. So right. yeah, it was after seeing that, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I said I could do this. If we were def- to define Muggy and or try to define you as an artist, as a battle rap artist rather, what, what are your skill sets? What do you feel like you bring to the table when we talk about the culture? Is it the presence? Is it the lyricism? Like, what do you feel like you specialize in? Uh, definitely for sure the presence, um, for sure the lyricism, uh, for sure the, I, I say wittiness, like punchlines. Uh, and my whole thing is kind of just bringing out a certain emotion in people. Like, you know, if I want to make you laugh at a, at a nigga, you know what I'm saying? I slide something in there or, if I want to make you say, mm, you know, I'm out of fig- figuring out how to how to have my little one liners and stuff like that. You know, if I want to create a moment. So, you know, and, um, I'm really just trying to be like that all all overall, you know, what I'm saying uh, 99 overall and everything 
type type battle rapper for real and just kind of you know really just want to be un get to the point where i'm just unbeatable you know it's undeniable bro you have moments bro like yeah. i don't i'm gonna be honest i don't watch a lot of battles like i used to but every time I watch one of your matchups, bro, you have that crowd going crazy at some, it doesn't matter if it's a one round or a three rounder, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's definitely a blessing. And you have been on a variety of little platforms so far. I believe you've been on uh, Wartown and, and Gates of the Garden. You've been on I Battle. Yeah, I was on the I Battle uh, at the Roll Rage 3 event back in 2021. How many battles, Muggy, do you have on your resume overall? What are we looking at? Um, I think, I'm at, it was. I think I'm at live battles. I'm at about eight live battles now. Okay. And even made it number 10 yet. You know, so I'm, I'm still, still grinding, still working. How do you feel as far as an upcoming artist after these, you know, nice little sample size of battles or these eight battles you got in your jacket? Do you, you feel like you ready to give more? Like, cause you, in this battle rap culture, bro, it's a lot of corny shit going on that could definitely make you not really want to fuck with it. Like, let's keep it a buck. And I've always known you to be a stand-up dude. So how are you able to find your little inspiration and to keep perfecting your craft and, and still staying out of the little corny shit that go on in the culture? Honestly, man, I just really just stay focused on my goal, my mission. Uh, and that's just, I, my whole thing is just elevating, um, getting better, being the best that I can be. And honestly, that don't really have nothing to do with the next man or who's sleeping with who or what such and such doing out west. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all on me. So I just really just stay focused, you know, maneuver with the right people. Um, shout out, man. Shout out Gates of the Garden. Shout out Clone. Shout out my man Seven. We on here. Um, and just, you know, just using that discernment to just kind of find the right people. Like, yeah, all right. so I see they ain't on that. You know, they stay on the same wave I'm on, so just straight elevation. So I kind of just try to stay in that mindset. Is it hard for you to stay in that mindset? Because, you know, as a media outlet, you know, I try to have my own type of integrity and credibility. And, and you know, me and myself and my co-host, K-Dose, we, we often talk about how sometimes in the entertainment business, you got to turn the corner and sometimes be a different way in order to get where you're trying to go. Do you right. fight with that as far as you know being who you are versus getting into drama and shit like that in order to get a buzz nah honestly um and whether it takes me longer that's cool i, I would rather you know what i'm saying i'd rather just do it the right way personally my my whole mindset is i don't want to be known for nothing other than when he get on that stage he go crazy you know mm. I, I don't really I ain't really concerned with nothing outside of that or I mean, but outside of that, you know, I'm, I'm just me. I'm cool on me. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. And when I touch that stage, you know what it is. Now, I, I want to get into the Jackson State experience in a minute, but sure. we talked about the resume. Who would you say was your toughest opponent so far? Like, I know you haven't had a lot of big names yet. You know what I mean? The career is real early. We're going to get into it, but. Who did you say was your toughest opponent so far? Uh, man. <laughs> well, was it not none? Talk your shit. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, man, I, I, don't, I don't like to talk like that because I think I went against some some guys who, who are pretty good. Um, I say it, it's really between probably Pacemaker and my guy Ricky Bands. 
Okay. Um, I battled Pacemaker. That was my second battle ever. Um, he's he actually on that Ohio card coming up uh, at the end of the month with uh, Dre Dennis and them. Um, he's on that card, but uh, yeah, he man, I ain't gonna lie, he was he was probably one of my best opponents for sure. Um, and uh, Ricky Vans, it was his first battle, but man, he he damn near made it debatable with me. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to them guys, and you know, for really just pushing my pen through. That's fire, bro. Just going over some things. So, you know, you, you go, you from, you you leave high school. You now um, go to Jackson State, or you go to Jackson State directly from high school. Yep, straight from now, high school. Are you doing this on a scholarship? Yep. Yeah, I actually, I actually, I, you know, I ain't, I ain't scared. You know what I'm saying? I was a little smart nigga. I went on a, a full academic scholarship. Didn't even have to pay for nothing. And I got my little bad scholarship to go with that. So that was my little bread in my pocket. And uh, yeah, man, just went there and just really just had a blast for real. But Muggy, you're tackling two different monsters. We're all in the music element, but you are tackling two totally different monsters. And you're, you're not even in your prime yet in either right. one. So how tough is it for you to be gifted as a musician to be able to get a scholarship in college playing instruments and stuff like that, but to have to deal with the wordplay now and the lyricism and the performance of battle rap? Like, how hard is that for you? Was it easy because of your nah, music background? I mean, nah, it's definitely tough just because battle rap is just a whole different arena. And it's it was a learning curve. I mean, it's still a learning curve. Um, it's, it's a lot more than just going up there and spitting your bars, you know. So, um, but I, I personally, I like challenges. I love challenges. I saw it as a challenge and uh, it's, it's definitely pushing me. And it's challenging me lyrically, physically, uh, mentally, all of that. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just up for the challenge, honestly. And it's making me better overall, even with my music, my flows, my writing, uh, decision-making, all type of stuff. Fire, fire, fire. Now, um, something else I definitely, wanted to get your take on in battle rap coming up was it someone from the south southern battle rap that you i don't want to say looked up to but did you have any motivation or inspiration from like one or two particular artists coming up in the game or was it someone that you really kind of look take after from your um, area from the south not not necessarily i would say i, I kind of just get inspiration from a little bit of everybody um, I go to these events. I see guys out there, they battling, they hungry. Um, man, I went to the bullpen event where uh, Breeze battled Loso. Uh, and just seeing that kind of energy in person, uh, Tay Rock versus Bad News was on that card. Just mm -hmm. honestly, I, I kind of take inspiration from everybody because I think in battle rap, it's so many styles and things that are good. It's tough to just look at one and be like, yeah, that's what I want to be. You know, because it's kind of like you really want to take from a little bit of everybody that's good, you know, and but everybody is really different. So I kind of just draw from as much as possible. I think you can learn from anybody, honestly. What do you think it's going to take for Muggy to get a mid-tier or a well-known name in the battle? Like, what is it going to take? What Everything is not in your control, but of course, but what can you do, you think, maybe to help maximize your opportunity to get a name battle to really get things going for your career? Honestly, just uh, just keep killing for real. Um, 
what I've what I've come to realize is that uh, anything can happen based on how well you perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I feel like if that hasn't necessarily happened for me yet, that means I, I still need to keep working uh, and just keep getting better and just keep taking a stab at it for real. Have you ever considered management? You know, um, 2022, I've seen some people be successful with having managers in battle web. I've seen some people be not so successful. You know, this definitely is a self-made culture where it's not needed, but, you know, in some elements, it can be helpful. Have you ever considered to having a manager help you out by you being so busy? Because, yo, you got your hands in everything, bro. I do got my hands full, but I, I honestly, not really, though. Not really. Okay. Uh, I, it, it, I'm real busy. But I'm not as busy as it what it may look like, if that makes sense. So I, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm at a level where um, I need a manager just yet. You know, I'm still I'm still like building a career that's manageable, if that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. Hitman Holler just made an announcement not too long ago. He got a new venture coming out uh, pretty soon. Battle rap tournament mansion type of setting he's doing some recruitment you know what's your thoughts on this new venture for hitman holla and would this be something that you would be interested in being a part of yeah absolutely um you know a lot of people since he doesn't drop the announcement folks been tagging me left and right so yeah i think you know i would definitely have a lot of support going on the show for sure i mean if i if i am afforded the opportunity you know to go on audition and hopefully get a spot on the show i, I probably would take it uh I think it's a great opportunity to kind of really display your skills on a much bigger platform and a lot more eyes even outside of just the battle rap culture. So, uh, you know, I just think it's a dope opportunity, even more so more so than just battle rap, you know, guys on there pr- promoting their new music and stuff, probably all type of stuff going on. So I think it's a dope opportunity, man. And really, whoever gets the opportunity should take full advantage of it. Have you ever battled or rapped in some type of elimination tournament before? Um, only only on an audio battle. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. How was that though? Was it tough? It, for you? it was cool. I, I had fun. I, my first opponent was was uh was pretty big in Wartown, so uh, I just did one recently. Actually, I didn't make it out the first round, but you know it happens. Dope. What is up, Muggies, in game when it comes to battle rap itself? Do you have certain platforms that you want to be on? Do you have certain battlers that you want to face? Like, when it's all said and done, what would you like to, you know, have as that storyline when it comes to your career? Where would you like to be? Man, I just want to do it the right way, number one. And, uh, you know, that means for me getting to the URL um, to the point where, like, I'm in rotation um, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting the deposits taken on, like, you know, whoever's in the top five when that happens, you know what I'm saying? That, that's really my goal. And I just, you know, I just want to have a career where people say, you know, man, that Muggy might be in the top 10 ever to do this. You know what I'm saying? That's my right. end goal. For so, and I know I can't rush that. So that's really why I'm not in no rush taking my time, learning as much as I can, you know, so I can get to that level. The advantage you have, bro, is that you're multi-talented. And you are the type of artist that's not going to need a certain platform for you to have success. Right. You know, we got guys like A-Ward. He's never been on URL. I've been arguing with my co-host on the last podcast that this guy's damn near a legend right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Some guys are self-made and 
as long as you make the right moves, you know, you're going to make your own history, Muggy. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, we talked about, uh, yeah, absolutely. We talked about um, you outside of battle rap, what you got going on. You just dropped the project last month, the AI Deluxe project. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, my guy. We, we working. Gotta, working. We got to slow down, bro, because you're doing stop. a lot, bro. Jesus stop. Christ. <laughs> but I'm at my homie crib right now. We shooting some footage right now, man. I can't. Oh my goodness, man. I can't help it. I really can't. Is that where's your first love coming? Because you you make great music as far as rapping. You're doing the battling thing. And of course, you know you're a musician when it comes to the instruments and stuff. Like, what's the original? What's the real first love more than anything? Man, probably words, honestly, okay. just okay. words in general, uh, which translated into music, which translated into rhythms and, and my playing my instrument. And uh, I just think it all kind of falls and blends in together. You know, it's all about rhythm um, and emotion, kind of feeling how the music makes you feel. Like my music, I, I like to feel good when I make my music. And, you know, that's kind of why you get that smooth kind of laid back feeling a lot of my grown stuff. man feel grown yeah, man that's, music that's my vibe man i like to feel good music feels good man it feels good to rap so i mean honestly just everything i do just feels good to me and so i it's hard to, to just pick man i i love it all for real i'm that's, still playing my heart now that's dope bro you gotta keep it going now yeah. Before we go, kind of kind of tap in with me a little bit because you know I got the sports talk podcast. Right. You, you've called this um project the AI Deluxe Project. Kind of go into how this project came about, the title, what type of message you was looking to address, and why people should go ahead and, and support this um situation. So uh it's funny how this this project kind of and we do a lot of impromptu stuff because we're like super independent. We're like independent, independent. So <laughs> a lot of stuff just kind of, we just kind of create on the fly. So man, my producer, Cannon, um, dope producer, one Salute. of my favorites out right now. He produces most of my stuff now. Um, oh. Man, when he came to my house and I was like, bro, I need to drop a project. This was like back in January. I was like, I need to drop a project. And he was like, shit, let's do it. And he literally made three beats in front of me. I wrote to them three beats. Um, you know what I'm saying? We put it on wax, mixed it. It was like three songs. That's AI right there, you know, clutch. You know what I'm saying? Coming through really super talented and skillful to the fact we can record an entire project in a few hours. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, yeah, yeah, this this one for AI. And my producer found all the samples and the uh, sound bites, you know, from Alan Iverson and John Thompson. And um, from there, originally that was just going to be it. But um we ended up getting a feature from an artist who's on drum work right now. That's a Conway the Machines label. We ended up working with him for a remix of one of the tracks. And once we did that, we was like, yeah, bro, we might as well just go ahead and do the deluxe. Because people was like, hey, man, we need more. It's not enough. So we was like, all right. And we just went ahead and finished it up, you know, kind of made it complete. And uh, yeah, man, just we, we did. We linked up with uh, Fourth Disciple from Wu-Tang as well. Mm. Um, who did one of the mixes on that track with uh, Jay Skeezy. Yeah, so when all that stuff started happening, we was like, bro, there's no way we can't drop a deluxe now. You know what I'm saying? With all this positive things happening because the because of those three songs. So we just kind of just took it and ran with it, man. 
I got making history, man. Muggy, man, I appreciate you joining. This is Battle Rap, man. I'm definitely uh, supporting everything you got going on, man. Much respect for the way you carry yourself and 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 just the way how serious you take, you know, your career, bro. You're definitely doing it in the right way. Just keep it going, bro. Any shout outs you want to give to any people before we sign off? Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to my fam, man. Shout out to my guys. Just that's been supporting me, especially on the battle rap scene. Uh, my guy, who uh, he said right here, I'm gonna put him on the camera. Salute my G. Big up, salute. Man, man, this man come to all of my battles. Uh, you know, definitely give me my feedback and kick me in the ass when I when I be spitting my bars to him. That's you what nigga need, bro. You don't need that, no yes man. You don't need nobody right. that's gonna be politicking and all that corny shit. Yeah, you need the day ones. Facts, my guy, Cannon, my producer. You're not here right now, but definitely shy. He's always there for me, making all the beats and stuff. My guy Nick, who's at all my battles, getting my behind the scenes footage. Really, just the whole team, man. Shout out to my fam, Southwest Cab High School, man, Jackson State. Everybody, man. Everybody really been supporting and showing love. So, just salute to the to all my supporters. A uh, couple fans, I ain't, you know, I ain't, I ain't. I'm gonna stay humble. I got it's coming. Food. It's coming, There's, bro. There's a couple of them out there on Twitter it's that be interacted with me. So I, I appreciate all y'all, man, for sure. As long as niggas respect the bars, bro, that's all the fuck that matters. Because we know all. this culture we in is corny. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of wild niggas. You really don't want half of these niggas to be your fans anyway, because it's fake love anyway. So as long as you get your respect, bro, you're gonna be all right, bro. Appreciate you right. so much coming for through sure. to the show. And um, like I said, I, myself and K Dose, we want to have you on. Uh, one of our podcasts, uh, you know, in the next upcoming week. So hopefully we can uh, go ahead and schedule that. And, um, salute to you, bro. Good luck to yeah, you. I appreciate you, it. In my mind, man. Tell everybody before we go where they can follow you at on social media too, Mo. Man, Instagram, E-Muggy-T, E-M-U-G-G-Y-T. And on Twitter, at Lil Muggy, L-I-L-M-U-G-G-Y. And that's where I'm the most active at, uh, Muggy on Facebook. Drop a lot of my footage on there as well. Um, yeah, man. And I'm on music on all platforms. AI Deluxe out only on Bandcamp right now. Um, so just search Muggy AI Deluxe on Bandcamp. It'll pop right up, man. Appreciate y'all. You already know, man. Seven Mitchell with This Is Battle Rap. Salute to my co-host, K-Dose. As always, big up to the Battle Rap community. Y'all stay safe. And we signing off. Salute to everybody out there, man. We got some exclusive content for Battle Rap. Make sure y'all check out the podcast. Links are in our description box. Kay, what type of content we got for the people? We got all kind of content out here, man. We got the car test where we're listening to Battle Rap music. We got me and my brother, Seven Mitchell, debating back and forth. And we have all kind of content, especially for the Battle Rap fan, because this is Battle Rap. So you guys buckle up. We hope you enjoy all our podcast episodes. Make sure you guys support and contribute to the network if possible. This is Battle Rap available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of your favorite streaming platforms.